Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Founders Craft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gonzalez, and joining me on the show today is my good friend, Sean Lemon. I'm here in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So for those of you who are listening, I've actually invited uh, Sean to join on this particular episode because he is a genius when it comes to zooming out on your organization and understanding technology's proper role, right? Because sometimes we are starting our companies and naturally we are just adding and adding and yeah. adding this app and this service and this product and and you know well, i've heard we need to have a social media account so mm-hmm. we're on instagram and so all these yep. things just start happening and then before you know it it's this chaotic nightmare where you're responding to emails and you're trying to answer comments on your social media people without, are texting you at yeah, all hours of the night exactly yeah. and so it's like how do you really know what you should have and what you shouldn't have yeah. and so i want to talk about that today cool. and uh, to do that let's just kind of start with how you got into being known as the digital organizer so let's let's talk about that a little bit and yeah. what got you into uh, really understanding how to systematically look at technology in its role within business. Totally. So I started, um, I guess, this whole journey um, by working at the Apple store. So I was uh, in the role of creative, which Mm -hmm. people would buy a one-to-one membership and they would book an hour session with a trainer and learn how to use their Apple technology. But the conversation that I had over and over again is this one where someone would say, oh, I know I'm only using 10% of what this thing is actually capable of. And, you know, something along those lines there, or I know I should know this, but, and and it's all of these these feelings of that everyone else is so much further along in yeah. technology than I am, and this can do so much more, and I should be doing so much more with yeah. this technology. And, uh, and of course, I saw like a lot of problems that people had, and I, I wanted to solve them, mm-hmm. but... Um, the entire time I was constantly reassuring people that no you don't need to know all of this yeah uh, just because it has all these features doesn't mean you need to be using all of them right. you need to dedicate all this time to yeah. learning this tool that really isn't your passion like why are you gonna learn garage band if you have no passion right. for creating music yeah um, you know, so sure, I can show you how you can do it. Maybe you can inspire it and tinker with it. But should you be using it in the first place? And I, my goal was always in that training of how do we, how do I teach you how to do it, and so that it, it makes sense to you, and and it's set up in a way that that you accomplish your goals, yeah. and then you can do other things that you're interested in instead of spending all of your time trying to figure out how your technology works yeah. and feeling like you need to do something. So then when I went out on my own and uh, and started going to people's homes and into their businesses to help them, um, you know, a lot of times it started out with me fixing their stuff mm-hmm. because that's the big pain point. Right. And then it was, well, you know, well, let's have an intentional conversation about this. Do you, how are you using this? What what's your outcome? Because right. they'll come to me with this thing that they want or they want fixed, um, or that they want to accomplish. And the real question is, do you really need to be doing it in the first place? Yeah. And uh, and let's talk about what you're trying to accomplish, and then I'll introduce you to the tools or the systems that we can we can use and you can pick from that yeah uh, and we'll design it to what the outcome is rather than um getting caught up in what you're supposed to be doing and so really that's that big conversation and why 
Originally, I started out as Lemon Consulting was my temporary yeah. <laughs> uh, business name because I couldn't think of anything else. But it really, the direction I wanted to go in is digital organization and and real intentional use of products mm -hmm. because overwhelm is real. Because there are so many decisions. We have decision fatigue. Oh, and yeah. it's like, let's take a lot of stuff off the table so that you can do what you want rather right. than being dictated by technology or what society tells you that you should be doing in the mm -hmm. first place. That makes a lot of sense. And, and a lot of the times when you are in that process of just trying to keep up with technology, things are always changing. Right. Um, sometimes we don't necessarily have a system in place to determine what needs to be upgraded, right. what app we should use, yes. why we're using it in the first place. Yeah. And then also revisiting technology's role as you build your team, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and definitely. And so... Because uh, a lot changes, and lot you may changes. not need a tool, or exactly. you may need something else. Exactly. So let's let's unpack that, right? So you work with business leaders um, who are either early on or even more established in their in their um, journey scaling yeah. their organization. Yeah. Uh, what would you What would you say is something that business leaders should think about, especially entrepreneurs who are just getting started, mm -hmm. as they are beginning to reevaluate the technology in their uh, overall workflow in their life? So there's typically a few core things that every business has, right? We have communication, we have file storage, we've got to figure out what our tasks are and what we're working on. Uh, we need to be able to share passwords yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, internally and be effective with that. Um, and then we have various pieces of information. So if you're a content creator, you're going to have a, a lot of things that you need for that and different yeah. software tools and everything. So it's really diving in to find out what do you do mm -hmm. um, and and how do you communicate with people. And a lot of times I'm identifying those pain points first and that'll kind of tell us what's going on yeah. um, with, you know, okay, it's, it's about organization. And then we can talk about what is it that you guys are really doing and how are you organizing now? Yeah. And so typically what happens is I come in and they've got Evernote, they have Google Drive, they have Dropbox, Box.com, stuff stored on iCloud. <laughs> they've got, um, you know, they checked out Bear instead of Evernote. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then there's Google Notes. And so all of these scattered pieces of information that... Um, you know, we're trying to consolidate together. And so it's trying to figure out what do you do and how should you store things in the first place? Yeah. How are you communicating internally? So are you uh, just using email primarily? A lot of people just use email. Some mm -hmm. people are using Slack. Some companies, everyone texts each other all hours wow. of the day. Yeah. So it's, it's how is that internal communication happening? And when do you need to be communicating with each other? So then we start picking like, okay, all d really what we're dealing with are files. And so we just need a central place for all of our files. Mm -hmm. Where is that going to be? Determine that, commit to it, yeah. and stop trying out every shiny new object. <laughs> and I'm very much like, how low tech can we get with everything to keep it very, very simple? Yeah. I take this task filter to everything that, that I'm coming up to with work is, can I eliminate it first? Do I really need this? Can it be accomplished with something else? Um, then can I automate something? So yeah. what are we doing? Are we are we communicating internally about things that could be automated another way? Yeah. Um, and can we delegate something to someone else? So I'm taking that approach to uh, to those tools as well. Um, but 
I guess the other core element is helping people get out of the mindset of trying to find a tool that does everything. Yeah. Like I yeah. want things that do that serve multiple roles. That's important, you know, right. otherwise we have a, a ton of stuff. But there's this idea of a dedicated place for something. Mm -hmm. A dedicated place where you store all of your files. A dedicated place where you communicate about these projects. A dedicated place where uh, all of this specific information is stored password-wise or uh, what have you. So it's it's creating compartments and just being really intentional about that. Yeah. So how can I minimize is the first thing is that process is what can I eliminate? What can I automate? Uh, and then, yeah, can we can we take this down and then really start scrutinizing? What do you guys do? What are you spending all of your time? Right. In? Right. And uh, and then we figure out what tool can we use? That's great. So. And I, one of the things you just mentioned, that whole idea of having a dedicated space for communication, a dedicated space for file storage. I mean, if you think about it, as uh, smartphones and laptops became more and more powerful, it was that one device that we expected to do so many different things. Yeah. But if you really dig down into the root of it, it goes back to kind of our analog roots of, I have my file cabinet, mm -hmm. I have my telephone, I have my notepad, yeah. and these are dedicated uh, tangible objects that certain interactions right. are happening. Right. And the lines kind of got blurred as oh, devices absolutely. started doing everything. Like my phone yeah. now isn't just a phone. We barely even use the phone feature, right? Yeah. We're, we're, using totally. it, we're using it for maps, we're using it for music, we're using it for everything else. Uh -huh. And so bringing normalcy back to um, dedicated functions on a device that does multiple things mm -hmm. is huge, right? Yeah. And so let's use an example. Uh, let's imagine you, uh, you're working with a content creator. And let's say they, they do a combination of written material and video, Yeah. right? What are some tangible things that they can begin to, to uh, evaluate as they're looking at maybe their, their overall workflow with mm -hmm. dealing with information? Mm -hmm. um, how, what are some best practices that we can begin to start uh, implementing if you're working with a content creator yeah. uh, when it comes to having those dedicated spaces mm -hmm. for those functions? Yeah, figure out if you're gonna use Google Drive Dropbox, Box, and have a central place for all of your files. Mm -hmm. Now, I use Google Drive uh, because I love Google Docs in that um, you know the collaboration tools yep. are easy. Everything is it's kind of stripped down. It's very simple, mm -hmm. and I've never lost a file. Right. Never ever lost a file yeah. and or saved something, but it didn't say right. stuff like that. So so that's huge and. Uh, and putting everything in there. And so uh, stop using your photos app for photos that are going in Instagram or yeah. your logos yeah. or um, you know even headshots and photo shoots and things like that. I don't store any of that stuff in my personal photo library yeah. because that's just personal. Right, right. And so when I'm looking for a specific photo shoot, then I need to go into my media folder and into photo shoots and find that specific shoot. Yeah. And so I've got that. I can go into media, I can go to logos and find the logo that I need. And so we're keeping personal uh, set aside and then I'm using a central file storage in Google Drive that says, these are the documents. This is mm -hmm. documentation. So you know, if you're working on courses, I have a folder for courses. Yeah, I've got a I've got a folder for that course, and then everything is broken up in there. So the entire context yeah. is in one place. I'm not using Evernote to write. I'm not using any other apps. I'm using Google Drive to write. Wow. Yeah. Because that's 
you just open it up and you write it creates a document yeah. like i know you can put a fancy table and in all this formatting in evernote but that's in Evernote. Right. And then when you need to get it into WordPress, you need to get into Squarespace, it's somewhere else. And then when you start collaborating with other people, it gets really messy. It does. So it does. if you just start off by consolidating and trying just use things as simple as possible, mm -hmm. keep it all in one place, keep all the assets for that course in one place then you can easily share that yeah. or you can easily share that one folder with someone else and there's other you know little hacks that you can do to mm -hmm. to have a central repository for all of your images using yeah. aliases and things like that yeah um but i just try and and, and keep it simple you know mm -hmm. all of this is just we're just dealing with files and yeah. folders so it's it's really easy the harder part is figuring out how it should be structured and what your framework should be and determine to determine that structure or framework, I, I ask the question of what do you do? Yeah. And what are we working with? Show me all of your stuff. Show yeah. me the mess from everywhere. Right. And we're looking for that common themes. How do we categorize it? And can we break it down into 10 different categories or four different categories? Yeah. And then, then break it down from there. And while it feels like a lot, mm -hmm. When you start moving, you start moving it around, it doesn't take that long to actually get it under control. And once you've got it under control, you want to keep it that way. Exactly. And now let's talk about that transition that, uh, let's say, an independent entrepreneur will eventually bring on employee number one or employee mm -hmm. number two, right? Yeah. And so now you as an individual have full control, you have everything centralized, right? but now you're introducing another set, mm -hmm. set of complexities, right, mm -hmm. by now interacting with more than one person. Yeah. So just like you described, you're sharing passwords now, mm -hmm. they need access to the latest version of that document. Right. What are some things that um, our listeners can do to navigate that transition of introducing yeah. another person to have access to th that information? Mm -hmm. So um, you can introduce the idea of one folder that's the company drive mm -hmm. and anything that should be shared company-wide goes in there and yeah. then you can create another folder called confidential drive or something along those lines where you know your pro forma and other things you know for leadership or from an executive level even if it's just yourself you know that that's segmented out so that when someone comes in you can share that one folder right so that's one way to go about it if you're very proactive, <laughs> which yeah. isn't always the no, case. Yeah. You're bringing in someone because things are crazy and you need help. Exactly, yeah. So, but that is the way that, that I like to do it is have different folders specific mm -hmm. to that. Or you could just share, if you're organized enough, you might just share those five folders that that person needs access to yeah. based on their role. Um, and then uh, as far as sharing passwords, I use a system called 1Password, which mm -hmm. is cross-platform, which is cool. Love, so, love 1Password. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. so good. So the 1Password for business allows you to create multiple vaults. So I have a personal vault where you know maybe some client logins will be and uh, sensitive sensitive stuff just for me. Mm -hmm. I have one that's Sean and Madeline, so I share that with my wife, yeah. Madeline. So that's our default place to put everything. So we both have access to yeah. our, uh, uh, all the different accounts, shopping or email or financial and things mm -hmm. like that, personal financial. I have a financial vault that's shared with my bookkeeper and it's shared with Madeline. So yeah. 
so the three of us have that. Um, and then I have another vault for my executive assistant. So uh, anything that she's going to need access to, she has. And of course, yeah. Madeline has access to that one too. Yeah. So you get to choose which vault is shared with which person. Yeah. And so how I organize those uh, passwords, for example, are based on role. And so when I bring someone on, they're going to be in this role. And so they're going to need access to all the social media and marketing right. vault. And right. so we keep all the, all the things in there. So I'm always trying to think about categories mm -hmm. and, and then the roles for who's going to need to access this. Yeah. And, you know, and it's going to be category and role-based. So good. that's how I do I wanna, it. I want to emphasize that. So if we can begin to think about the categories of roles that are either going to be eventually delegated within our mm -hmm. companies or that we currently have, and then be th begin to think about the tech stack that surrounds those categories, yeah. that allows you then to be very systematic in mm -hmm. organizing not only the files, but permissions and yes. passwords. Yes. I love that. I love and that. you can, if you want to get really nerdy about it, you can keep that same structure across all of your systems. Love that, yeah. So when you're building out Asana, mm -hmm. you're building out based on teams. Nice, and yeah. And the roles that they're in, mm -hmm. and then you go to your, your company drive, and it's organized based on the teams and yes. roles. And then your passwords are set up that way. So it's easy when you onboard someone. You exactly. say they need access to this set of folders, to this vault, and, uh, and they need to be put in this team mm -hmm. in Asana. Yeah. So, you know, you can even do the same thing with email. And that's where I really am trying to craft the organization system for some of these businesses is, okay, can we keep it all the same so when you learn one system, you're learning them all? Learning them all. That's yeah. excellent. I love that. Well, that concludes another episode of the Founders Craft Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear your feedback. Go to askmikegonzalez.com. There you will find the ability to leave a comment and join the conversation in the community. Also, I'd love to interact with you. If you have social media, you can find me at Mike Gonzalez on Instagram. Send me a direct message. Follow me. Would love to chat with you there. That is all for the show today. Until next time.